Brave, outspoken, conservative, we are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts, I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right, or on Twitter at LadiesRR. And you can find all additional information and our merch at LadiesRaisedRight.com. We're coming in hot today for another episode. <laughs> this week, we're covering communism versus capitalism. And we're also going to talk a little bit about what socialism is, um, so you understand the differences between the three, so you're ready to dismantle the left's agenda. One lie at a time. Heck yeah, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> if many of you don't know, hopefully you know this, America is a capitalist society, but we're going to go over some basic definitions of what these mean, so you can really break it down for those unintelligent people. The less fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> So, capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than by the state. So, I guess the best way to look at this, it's owned by the individual for their personal profit. So, you're governing individually. Yeah, the entrepreneurs. Just like a simple breakdown of it. Like, you decide what's best for you and no one's telling you what to do. Correct. And all these definitions come from dictionary.com. Um... And then communism, a political theory derived from Karl Marx advoca- advocating class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs. So this is going to be owned by groups of people who regulate the benefits for all the members. So they decide like what you get, how much time you put in, what comes of it. Basically, they just make everything equal and fair so like basically like the participation ribbons of government yeah and the people controlling it are always going to be the richest and have the best thing so everyone else kind of gets screwed in the system exactly and then we have socialism which is the political and economic theory of social organization which advocates means of production distribution and exchange should be owner regulated um by a community by community as a whole And in Marxist theory, this is transitional from when they are throwing down capitalism and it's becoming communist. Exactly. So you still have like the governing agencies, but you still have some individual choice, which is kind of a facade, quite frankly. Yeah. But it kind of has a little bit of both. But it definitely leans more left. It's the step before communism. (laughs) It's a warm-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting you prepared. We're warming up for communism. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, Karl Marx wrote the Communist Manifesto in 1847, which is interesting because that was nearly 200 years ago, and we have never seen an example of communism working. So, even though the Democrats love to say, well, it's never been implemented properly, Karl Marx implements it very clearly in his Communist Manifesto. It's just that it's a failed system and it will never work. So, I'm going to give a very brief outline of what the Communist Manifesto is so that when you're talking to liberal, you can tell them these things. And they, I doubt many liberals have read Communist Manifesto and they're just believing what the media is spoon feeding them. So essentially the Communist Manifesto, it breaks everyone up into two groups and there's a constant struggle, struggle between these groups. So there's the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. And the bourgeoisie is the middle class, and this is the group that Marx hates. They're the capitalists. They're the ones that, like, produce and make industry or 
like create the industry and do what they want and make money on themselves or themselves. The proletariats are the working class and they basically just work for the bourgeoisie and Marx describes these people as slaves or soldiers. And the entire point of like, there's a lot of nuances to this book, but like the overarching theme is that the labor exists for the sake of the laborer and not for the sake of producing bourgeoisie controlled property. So that's why the proletariat want to overthrow the bourgeoisie supremacy because they are working for them and they're not getting anything from their labor. Right. Their individuals are not contributing, or in their eyes, they're not contributing to the bigger picture, which in their eyes is they've lost control over the system. Right. And finally, like the last section of this concludes with revealing the final agenda, which is a proletariat revolution and the abolition of private property and class ant- antagonism. So taking down <laughs> everyone. World and, domination. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> 2024, <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> Just kidding, no communism. Yeah, this is, we're going to go into further of why communism sucks and some first-hand experiences. Um, but an interesting part about the abolition of private property is that this is in direct contradiction of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. This was written after the Communist Manifesto, almost 100 years after, in 1948. It was written after the horrors of World War II and what Hitler did. So this was put into place to not let any of that happen again. So everybody (laughs) from being total terrible people. Yeah, and it was a good thing to put in place, but since the government hates us all and wants control, they aren't talking about this or teaching it. Um, So I would encourage everyone to go and read it. It's only five pages. It's very short. But two articles from it that I want to point out. Article 17... This talks about everyone has the right to own their own property or to own property with other people, and which is in direct com- contradiction of communism because it says he talks about the government owning all the property and not the people. Right, and equally distributing the property of everybody to everybody, so then everybody has equal everything owned <laughs> by the government, which makes yeah. no sense. No. And then Article 18 talks about everyone having the right to express their own religion But under communism, you cannot express any religion. The government is who you worship, because if you have a god or anything above the government, that makes it easier for you to realize that, like, wait, there's hope. I don't have to live like this. And they will kill Christians and religious people for that. And religion would replace the all-holy Yeah, the holy (laughs) government. The holy government, the holy owner of all things. Yeah, so... So then there's also different ways of looking at it. So you also so you have um, communism, capitalism, socialism, but then there's also ways of looking at it in the sense of uh, economics. You have a command economy, you have mixed economy, and you have free market economies. So command economy is going to be falling really left. It's going to fall into uh, communism. The government is commanding that the economy is run this certain way and is this sells from this and this sells from that. You don't have... Uh, the ability to sell your own trade or your own goods or anything like that. Uh, your free market economy is going to be more what you see in America today, yeah. mostly-ish. There's a, definitely a hand in it where the government has command, command economy here, but this is going to fall politically right, and this is more capitalism. You have the right to sell what you want, buy what you want, kind of do however you choose with your money and your goods. 
<laughs> but then you also have the mix. So you'll have some government regulation, but it also allows individual decisions. So this is where you see like government running like school bus systems and libraries and they're they are commanding part of it, but there's also the free market economy where if I want to, I can open an Etsy shop and sell t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> the warm-up to come. The warm-up. <laughs> so it definitely, uh, while mixed sounds like it's great and it's like a good healthy balance between the two, it leans way more left than it leans right. It has a yeah. way bigger hand in command economy than it does in free market economy. And most people would say that America was a free market economy. I don't think it really is 100% free market economy anymore. And it's definitely headed really quickly towards the command economy, which is communism. Yeah. And if you give the government just a little bit of control, they're going to keep wanting to take more and more. So it may just be like, oh, I'm just giving them control of like this one thing. It's not a big deal. But then it's going to become another and another and 10. And then all of a sudden you're in communism. It's a really good example of that, especially when the government put their hand into free market economy when they shouldn't have this with the GameStop GameStop stock trading. Um, what they were trying to do is like a lot of high investors saw that this trade was going up really quickly. So they tried to short sell it. Basically, what they did was they tried to make a lot of money and they got really burned really quick. <laughs> and the government stepped in and basically refunded them their money that they got burned on, which is like so illegal because that's not how it works. Because like the little guys who did that, they didn't get their money back. I lost a ton of money in it. Yeah, where's my refund? Where's my <laughs> refund? But the government doesn't care about me because I'm not like, I'm not one of the rich yeah i'm not the uber rich well not yet but i'm not there so they didn't care about me so i was dispensable so i didn't get my money back and then meanwhile yeah. uber rich that played stupid on it too well they got their money back and the government put their hands in the stock market where they shouldn't have yeah stupid government very stupid um some examples of this communist countries that are currently in existence today are north korea that we're just going to like go over North Korea, Cuba, and the Soviet Union, which was obviously during the Cold War. Right. So in uh, North Korea, there's uh, Yeomi Park. Uh, she's spoken quite a bit. She actually has escaped uh, North Korea. And some of the tales that she tells are like honestly horrific and it's like unimaginable, like what she dealt with and what people are still dealing with there to this day. Um, a lot of it, as crazy as it is, they have vocabulary that takes away like the word freedom, oppression, things like that, because they don't have the right to, like, the government doesn't give them the right to know those words because they should not know that, and they should know that the government is the best thing that they've ever had, and there's no way of feeling oppressed or not knowing that you have freedom or not knowing that there's all these, like, words for these things that you don't even know that are a yeah. thing. They don't even have a word for myself or I. Like, I couldn't say I like the color red. It's we like the color red. Right. We're going to the store. And then it's also, it's crazy too, because she was talking about how people don't know about the word of oppression and inequality, and it's illegal to be homeless in North Korea. Like, you don't even have the choice to decide to not have a home. Like, the government puts everybody in equal homing, and you have to live in the home. You can't choose to be, like, you straight up can't even be a hobo. That's, like, nuts. Like, you can't choose, like, fuck up your own life. Like, that is, like, so, like, unimaginable. Like, there's a crazy yeah. thing of, like, America being able to, like, grow and, like, all this, like, opportunity of, like, wealth and, like, the American dream, but also, like, what if you want to be, like, the American deadbeat? Like, you can't even do that. <laughs> and it's crazy because the people, they're basically living as a homeless person would. They don't have money. They don't have food, but they have a home, which qualifies as not homeless, essentially, but... Exactly. And, I mean, you can see it in the people that are there. Like, over decades of this happening, like, 
there's a reason that people in North Korea are smaller than other people. They've been starved for so long that their, like, genetics have just, like, depleted. depleted, And that's just, like, that's part of, like, the way the biology works of it. And they just have been starved over decades and decades and decades. And, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It doesn't work. It's a system that will never work. Um, Another example of this is Cuba. A couple months back, there was a uprising in Cuba for the Cuban people, like, revolting against the government and communism and the media twisted this to be of no they're just upset because like they don't have much food well I was and they there. didn't have covid shots <laughs> yeah <I think>, too. <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> i was there for a month in 2017 they did not have food then i didn't it was an eye-opening experience and i feel like everyone who thinks communism is great should go and experience it because you do not know what poor looks like until someone is begging for the shoes off your feet. It's like, I wasn't wearing nice shoes. They're old. Like, I'd worn them quite a few times, and they would have been thrilled to just have a pair of shoes. And also the people who are vegan and vegetarian and gluten-free and dairy-free and all this stuff, the government doesn't care. They are acting like they care now, but you get rationed food. Even all the markets down there, they had little scales to weigh out your rice and beans. It was all written on the board. If you're a family of five, you get this meant like X amount of pounds for this week. And if you don't like it, then guess you won't eat. So <laughs> it's not a great system at all. I would struggle. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone would. Um, and also they talk a lot about the school indoctrination. Everyone the students are in fourth grade. They have to swear their allegiance to the government in front of their friends and family. And there's no mistake that this is done in front of your friends and family because they'll ostracize you if you don't swear your allegiance to the government. So they're just like indoctrinating since day one, talking about, again, North Korea and Cuba do this, talking about how America is the root of all the problems, even though we're the ones trying to help them and get them out. But the government, <laughs> the communism is blocking our yeah. attempts to help. Yeah, so hopefully um, people have the opportunity to realize how bad it is. Yeah, it's quite terrible, quite frankly. It really is. Um, I should share some of the pictures on our website of how yeah. poor everyone is. And yeah, it's just really sad. Yeah. Um, and finally, the Soviet Union. Obviously, it was dissolved um, after the Cold War, but... This is a great example of how communism just leads to the death of millions of people. So Robert Conquest, in his book, The Great Terror, uh, written in 2007, he estimates that 50 million people died due to famine, massacres, and execu or executions. But he thinks, and others think, that this number could have been much higher, as high as 20 million. So if you just think about that, that's in one country, because the government can't support everyone so going back to cuba you're only allowed to have one child you can't have more because the government will collapse if their population were to exceed a million people it would just fall which so. is like so crazy to think about and i mean this is still seen today like people are still dying through all these communist regimes in cuba in north korea um and it's not stopping yeah. like this is a regular day-to-day -day thing and like while you're concerned about your pronoun on your fucking Instagram page, people are literally dying of, from communism because they can't get the right food. 
um, nutrition, like healthcare, like anything that they need because like the government was going to mandate it and control all of it and give you the greatest healthcare and the greatest everything that you've ever received and healthcare and equal opportunity for everybody. But what they did is they just destroyed entire countries and killed people. Yeah. And in fact, in Cuba, people make fun of you if you become a neurosurgeon because you're not going to make as much money as you could if you were a taxi driver, which is just so backwards to think about because a taxi driver makes money on tips. Right. But the neurosurgeons don't. They're at the same flat rate as everyone else. Yeah. And like you're just relying on someone's generosity. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what's crazy is um sometimes they would pay doctors and food because people like don't have money. So they were like, here, like take this loaf of bread or like take our rations. Um, so think about that for a minute. That's like back in the 1800s. Like that is not today. It's not long ago. Yeah. So yeah, if you're going to exceed the X amount of people that communism supports they're going to come and kill you and it's as simple as that finally to sum it up (laughs) to sum up our like reign of doom (laughs) if you think that communism is a good idea honestly you're evil to the core or you're ignorant as to what it truly is and if you don't think you're evil to the core then actually research it and know what it is rather than listening to what the media tells you because it's not what the media makes it out to be no, this is a lot of a, I mean, the media is going to paint it in a certain picture because that's going to fit their narrative and it's going to fit their agenda of what they want. And they're going to yep. be at the top of the pyramid and you're going to be starving one day eating bugs to try to survive because you decided that it was a good idea to follow behind people. Because you voted for Biden. Because <laughs> <laughs> you voted for Biden. Or AOC. Or I mean, is. they I flat fall. out talk about how great communism is. Bernie Sanders, AOC. Right. Um, I'd love to see them live in Cuba for a month. Take away their wealth and their yeah. like, the, they're just their comfort of living, and then put them in that situation. And I would love to see them say that they think communism is still a great concept because yeah. it's clearly not. Yeah, it's never worked. It never will work, and it has leads to the death of millions. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> overall. Communism is bad. If you want to think that communism is good, get the fuck out and go join a communist country. Honestly, I'll say it again. If you don't like America, leave. If you think communism is good, try it in North Korea or Cuba. Like, really. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next week as we continue to dismantle the left's agenda one lie at a time. Thanks for starting your week off right with Ladies Raised Right.